Hello, everyone. I am here with my producer, John Iannuzzi, Park City Productions, and we are talking turkey. <laughs> We're talking Thanksgiving today. So I wanted to share a few tips and ideas of how to create a great day, which includes, of course, food, uh, decor, tabletops, some games to keep it all all friendly when the families or Friendsgivings, whatever you're celebrating, and a special edition, maybe even a gratitude tree. If anyone knows what that is, I will explain. So I'll launch in with the food. I think in f terms of food, I know a lot of people, some people don't eat meat and some people don't even like turkey. So you can also do, I've been to a bunch of, like they call them Friendsgivings, and they've served a couple chickens just roast chickens, which is actually another great idea. It's also great if it's just a few people or you just would prefer to eat the chicken because I really can't stand wasting food. What do you think about that, John? I, uh, wasting food absolutely is something that we try to avoid at all costs. But I will say this for people with pets too, they're not garbage disposal, so you do have to be careful there. Um, yes. But as a non-meat eater, this is a holiday that surprisingly you have t plenty of options. Absolutely. I mean, the sides alone. Maybe I mean, the, be the better dishes, right? I mean. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it's one of those things where I'm going to someone's house this Thanksgiving and she said she might just buy all the sides. And I thought, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, because they're, they're favorites. I mean, they're right. family recipes and those are the best. It's an opportunity to add a, a different wrinkle. Yes. So, t all right, give me specifics. So, my favorite is the stuffing. I mean, it's just, it's the best. My grandmother, great-grandmother used to make it, and that's something that I will absolutely bring. I mean, it's, it hands down, uh, that's my favorite. I think, you know, yams, really it's the stuffing, but you could bring yams, you can do, there's an apple cranberry dish that I make, which is cool, it's very refreshing. I have all these recipes on the website, cultivatedbykaren.com. And what I would say is if you feel overwhelmed with cooking, because it is a lot, let's be honest. I mean, you've got the mashed potatoes and there's a lot of steps to it. I would say just ask your friends or family members, just pitch in, bring their favorite thing, make sure it's coordinated and, and you should be fine. I, I have a few, a few, I just thoughts. I have found that right now, root vegetables will not let you down. And there are some that people look past that are so good that I don't understand why. Parsnips are fantastic. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. And they're also really colorful on the table. But yes. the beautiful rainbow carrots that I love, I mean, that's a great thing to put out on a platter with hummus or something else when you're waiting for all the food. I mean, usually we spend several hours with the friends or family and great ideas. So parsnips, pumpkin. Pumpkin's mm. delicious. Yes. Um, other sides. I, I just think that um, you could load up a plate with vegetables and not feel like you've missed anything at Thanksgiving. Definitely. I mean, even like you said, the winter squash or the squat, butternut squash. I mean, I bought a winter squash a couple of weeks ago at Millstone Farm, and it was absolutely delicious and super easy. I actually posted a a reel about it it's just you just slice it up you could have i could have left the skin on as uh, graham told us but i cut it up just 
put some olive oil on it, a little salt and pepper, baked it at 400 for 20 minutes, and it was amazing. Very, very simple. So Is this right. what we saw on your Instagram? Yes, you did. <laughs> That's Good right. Good opportunity to remind yes. people. Yes, <laughs> cultivated by Karen Show and uh, Karen Antonini. I uh, share some things there as well. So, yeah, so, and then also in terms of decor, I mean, we want to make it look really pretty. I think bringing, my favorite thing to do is bringing nature inside. So using all those pumpkins or squash gourds, things like that on the table. You can use branches with berries and just wheat, bundles of wheat. There's, if you go to Pottery Barn, we'll have a link on this podcast at the bottom. You'll find it and on the website. You will see they have great inspiration there. They've got all sorts of rattan and different uh, serving dishes and things. Also, Michael's has a great uh, turkey bread basket, which is like a basket weave or seagrass bread basket. It's really pretty. And that's just something, you know, I think there's always a lot of food on the table, so you want to leave room. But one or two things per year, they're great to kind of just bring back out and they're useful. You can even, you could put bread in that turkey or you can put your gourds and pumpkins and dried corn. It just looks really pretty. I think that a pumpkin that was not carved up over Halloween, will it's shockingly outside, it's been cold, will stay intact. You could easily bring it inside and it's still aesthetically very pleasing to look at absolutely i mean i have some with the great little handles that are so pretty they're so cute that are still intact yeah Yeah. they're perfect and i got these like in i don't know early october so definitely bring those in just keep it simple i think the color scheme for me is is always more neutrals just because you've got a lot of colors with the food it kind of tends to pop better but red orange brown and just beige and then even as you mentioned earlier john white because this is the handoff to Mm -hmm. to the winter christmas i mean it really is we have one toe still in autumn and then at least here in the northeast uh, another toe is is being dipped into christmas so yeah that kind of white i I don't know if i saw it on your instagram but like a white gourd there are plenty out there kind of is a nice handoff from the two different seasons definitely it's going to be winter wonderland soon enough oh you're ready i can tell you're ready (laughs) i'm ready i was baking gingerbread the other day so (laughs) i'm a step ahead but but yeah so and then and then to make it really fun i always like to introduce some games because we want to keep it friendly and happy and i have a few games to recommend they i believe they're both on amazon link is there as well Pickwits and Five Second Rule. These are great for every age. We play these all the time. I mean, my 91-year-old dad was playing this with us. What is it? It's called Pickwits. And it's like you get little pictures. Everyone's dealt about seven cards, I believe. And you look at it, and then there's a question or a phrase. And then you have to pick the best picture that you think corresponds or represents that, that word or phrase. And it's hilarious. So it's great for, you know, if you have someone who can't read, who's like three or four, maybe four, four years old, five years old, and they can't read yet, you just read the word, and all they have to do is pick the picture. So that's a great one. Five-second rule. You have a word, and you have to try to describe it. It's another great, great game for all ages. So that's another fun one. I don't know, John, if, if you play any games any that you we we started uh we started 
my my mom uh, brought over a Jenga. Ooh, love Jenga. But it, and it's a lot of fun. And I, we have a lot of nephews. And that became kind of a tradition. It's good fun. And, um, you know, it makes a big mess, but you just clean it up quickly. Karen, maybe you have some ideas about when the kids start to take over. Because we are now at a point where there's probably more kids. And I know you. this probably is not in your notes, but I need help. <laughs> help me, Karen. We now have probably more kids than adults. So, yes. Yeah, it's that gonna often happens. It's going to be like happens. a 50-50 split. Yeah, I've been to a few Friendsgivings, and it's, it's a little crazy. I mean, if there's not an activity, and I hate to just plunk them in front of the TV, and usually, oh, let's just be honest. Oh, it work. No, and football is generally on, so it's like they a fit. They couldn't care less. <laughs> they could care less about that. About so my definitely- DraftKings account. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I would definitely have some options, maybe a room where they can – you know, use their Legos or, or something that, things that are set up. The other thing which uh, we I did a lot in Los Angeles or saw a lot was something called a gratitude tree. So this will keep the kids busy for a little while. So a gratitude tree is really just a tree with messages, something that you're grateful for. So it's really simple. You can get a jar, a glass jar, or some sort of canister, like an old coffee canister, fill it with some dried beans, have the kids go outside, find some branches, and then arrange those in the, the beans in the jar. And then you'll take little bits of paper. You can just cut them up into like little two, in, two by two inch squares, or there's some really cute, if you think ahead, plan ahead, we still have time. There's some leaf shaped um, little paper notes that, that you can write on as well. Those will be in the link as well, I think from Amazon. And you just write, have, encourage the guests to write something that they're grateful for on, on this leaf or piece of paper. And then, of course, you need your hole puncher and a little ribbon or string. And then you just tie it on the tree. And it's, it's just kind of a fun activity. I know it, sounds, it might sound a little funny if you haven't done it. But it, does, it just does make you think because we are sp- supposed to be thankful. So you kind of pause and think about it. And it's a nice thing, and especially for kids, too. I think it's, it's also a great way to keep them entertained. If you get collage paper and have them decorate it and paste it on, it'll keep them entertained for at least five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> hey, listen, that's five. That, I, I'm praying for good weather, too. Oh, yes. I want to just open the back door for the dogs and the kids. Let them run. But also, I'm thinking that what, a couple of years ago, again, talking about that handoff between autumn and and the christmas season i think one year we even set up a tree and then after dessert let the kids decorate the tree i will say that afterwards i rearranged the ornaments and everything because i i I have a thing about bunching ornaments they need to be distributed well on the tree but that went over well i mean it's it's not too early to start celebrating christmas at the end of I mean, Santa Claus comes at the end of the Macy's parade, right? That's right. Well, that's another thing that they can watch that. (laughs) Yes, it's true, but that may be over before dinner is served. But yeah, I believe, yeah, if it's a nice day, get them outside, have maybe arrange some teams with the soccer, football, whatever, whatever you like to play, basketball, great ideas. You know what we bought? We bought sacks, like canvas sacks, like you would have uh, uh, potatoes in. Yes, 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 yes. And it went over really well. Those old games sack races. are great. Yeah, the yeah. sack races. Or yeah, with the egg, like you run with a spoon. All those games are actually really good. Bring them back. No, kids are ready. They're ready to, to they'll give it a try. Well, they have to concentrate a little harder if they don't know the older games that, that we know. So. so here's a couple of questions. 
what and we always wrestle with this what is a good time to serve thanksgiving the thanksgiving meal I think it really depends on, you know, I mean, if there are a lot of kids, are they going to get hungry if you're going to feed them before? We've generally done it around four o'clock because then you're, it's not, it's sort of lunch and dinner. You mm-hmm. don't have, because there's so much food. I mean, you, the last thing you want to do is serve someone lunch and then think, oh my gosh. So I usually do a brunch, like a big brunch and have those root vegetable snacks and other kind of snacks that aren't going to ruin their appetite but at least you have something around yeah yeah i think that we've done both where we ate on the earlier side and there are pros and cons there one one year we went and we were welcome to someone's house up in the berkshires and it was beautiful but we ate at like eight o'clock at night it was too late (laughs) too late and you've been drinking wine all day and yeah yeah it doesn't i know last year we were in florida and and did a dinner yeah and actually didn't even cook so we took advantage of i believe the beach but if it's you know that's something different (laughs) that's a little different that's very different what about if you um factor in a certain amount of seats right and someone brings someone like a, a charlie brown thanksgiving here's the someone's bringing peppermint padding you weren't planning on that how, how do we you know accommodate an extra person or two well, if it's peppermint patty she's not leaving <laughs> she'll right. tell you why right. but well i think you just in that, in that case you definitely have to just pull up another seat and Generally, there's so much food. You might have a few less, uh, fewer leftovers, but really, I think there's plenty. And at that point, you know, it's it's like the the guest that you didn't know was showing up. You just pull up a chair, yeah. and do the gracious thing, be gracious thankful at Thanksgiving. <laughs> what a novel idea, Karen. Um, anything else that you want to add before we remind people? Because there's an awful lot of uh, information that they'll find. Just if you're folks, if you're listening now, just scroll down. If you're on yep. YouTube, scroll down. There's lots of links. If you're on Apple, scroll down. Lots of links that'll be useful to you. Yes, and yeah, they're, they're absolutely just scroll down from this. And yes, any questions, feel free to to reach out via social media, Cultivated by Karen Show. Any other tips, ideas, games, or anything you want to suggest, we are open to that. We can talk about it for next year or other holidays. And we certainly are thankful to all the folks who have been subscribing. The footprint that the Cultivated by Karen podcast has already is, I'm pleasantly surprised to see the reaction from all over the world. I mean, we have listeners in Europe. We have listeners all over the place. So yes, uh, a, a great Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. And yes, very grateful. Thank you so much. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir